0: Welcome to Lodging On Demand. In this special report, Lodging Editor-in-Chief Dennis Nessler catches up with HLA President and CEO Chip Rogers to discuss the issue of human trafficking as the Super Bowl approaches. Hi, this is Dennis Nessler, Editor-in-Chief of Lodging Magazine. I'm here today with Chip Rogers, President and CEO of the HLA. Hi, Chip, how are you? Dennis, always good to see you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's our pleasure. Chip, I want to talk a little bit today uh, as we approach uh, what's a big weekend for the country and, and the eyes of the country kind of going to the, to the Super Bowl in Phoenix. Um, but there's a lot of other stories that, that are going on there as well, uh, and, and that I know Agent LA has been involved with in terms of human trafficking. Can you tell us a little bit about um, kind of what,
1: what, do, what do you guys expect from, from this weekend? Well, look, the Super Bowl is a global event. It's become a lot more than the game. In fact, the game sometimes is almost a sideshow. Now, as a football fan, I love the game. I'm going to be focused on the game. But there are so many things happening around this internationally recognized event. And unfortunately, one of those things is human trafficking. We know that human trafficking exists. We know that human traffickers follow the money. And there's a lot of money involved in and around this entire event that we know of as the Super Bowl. So it's happening. Human trafficking is happening. And we want to do our part. Our industry wants to do our part in helping to stop it. Yeah. What are some other ways AHNLA is helping in this fight? Well, look, a few years ago, we began the No Room for Trafficking campaign, and it was an effort to unite the industry. And I'm proud to say the industry has become fully united on this, not just the major brands that you know about, but the owners, the management companies, everybody that touches our industry is united around No Room for Trafficking. So that's really important. And once we got the industry united, we created the goal and the goal It's very simple, very difficult to achieve. Simple goal is train every hotel employee in our industry. So every single one should be trained to see the signs of human trafficking and to know what to do with that information. And so we're doing that. Uh, that, We're we're working towards that goal by training people, uh, our industry training them each and every year. And then we want to really be the example to other private sector industries. We want other folks who can help solve this problem of human trafficking to be able to look at the hospitality industry and say, maybe we should do what they're doing. And when we're all together working on this, we can we can begin to stamp out human trafficking as we know
0: it. Yeah, you mentioned training, and, and this is obviously not, uh, this is an effort that's been going on for, for many years with uh, the hospitality industry. Uh, have you seen a lot of progress, tangible progress in terms of of awareness, employee awareness, even at the management level, uh, awareness and,
1: and uh, understanding of how important this is? Absolutely. You know, just in the last year, hundreds of thousands of hotel employees just in the United States have been trained. So that's good. We're, we're really making progress in that area. It's become almost an, a, the expected practice of every hotelier, once you hire somebody to include this And all of your onboarding to make sure that they're training and doing it on a regular basis. There's also a number of states that we've worked with to help pass legislation to mandate that there's training of every single hotel employee. Because, you know, what we don't want is a situation where some hotels are using training, others are not, because traffickers will look at that situation and and they'll figure it out. So we want to make sure that this is universal. Um, And so that is absolutely working. That training involves making sure that employees know what signs to look for and then what to do with that information, because being able to understand the information, not knowing what to do with it doesn't really help you that much. And so it's both knowing what to do or knowing what to look for and how to use that information to work alongside of law enforcement. Um, And then, of course, we're using posters. We're using the traditional techniques to make sure that people are aware of this problem of human trafficking and what they can do to help stop it. Yeah, sure. Uh, And now you guys have uh, a survivor fund established, correct? We do. You know, again, for the last few years, the No Room for Trafficking campaign has been all about preventing human trafficking from happening. And as much as our industry is taking extraordinary steps to make sure that human trafficking is not happening in hotels, we do know that there's still human trafficking out there. And what do we do to help those survivors, people who have, through no fault of their own, fallen into this system? How are we helping them? And so we we have created a survivor fund. We've already raised two and a half million dollars. A lot of generous folks in our industry are, are stepping forward to make sure they're helping with this problem. We want to get to $10 million in the next year so that we can use this money to work with cor- uh, community organizations. And those community organizations really provide, in many t- cases, full care for folks who are survivors. Things by providing emergency housing, things like giving them job training so that they can escape what, what is almost an environment of human trafficking, a cycle of human trafficking, because so many people that get involved in this, they keep going back and, and back and back. And, and the recidivism rate, I guess would be the best word to use, is terrible in and around human trafficking. So how can we help them escape that life? Um, this survivor fund is going to do a lot to to move the needle. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, as your efforts have progressed through the years, have local law enforcement, uh, has, have they reached out to you more, uh, more actively in recent years to, to kind of work together?
1: Absolutely. Um, we have seen it from, from the bottom. Like you said, local law enforcement recognizing that hotels are their allies in this fight. All the way to the top, I had the opportunity just in recent days to sit down with the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, uh, Secretary Mayorkas, and he commended us on the work that our industry specifically was doing in helping stop human trafficking. Part of his job as as Secretary of Homeland Security is to stop human trafficking, especially those traffickers that come in from outside the United States. And he was he was commending us on exactly what we're doing. So from the local law enforcement that's on the ground all the way to the very top, our efforts are being recognized. Mm-hmm. How much of that uh, activity is, is from people from uh, outside the borders of the U.S.? Is there a, a way to ballpark that or- yeah, you, we don't know the exact number there. We do know that, that it is a significant portion. We do know that it happens, and especially in and around an event like the Super Bowl where people are coming in internationally, uh, there's going that money coming in is, is going to be attracting people as well. Um, but you know, this is a global problem that we're trying to help solve here in the United States in our industry and really be an example for other industries uh, to see what we're doing and how we've had success so they can replicate it.
0: Yeah, um, what what have the past uh, Super Bowls or you know large events like this, whether it's a Super Bowl or, or World Series or Final Four or, or any other large event, sporting event, what have they taught you, uh, and what you know what sort of lessons
1: learned have you have you guys got? You know, just the main thing: wherever you have a big event with a lot of people and a lot of money, trafficking is going to happen. Now we can all. Wish that weren't the case, but it is the case. And the best way to solve this problem, by the way, is to take it head on. As an industry, we began doing that a few years ago to say, look, we're going to be part of the solution. We're going to shine a spotlight on this. And there are no better places for bigger spotlights than these global sporting events. You know, yes, we've been participating for the last few years with a coalition in and around the Super Bowl. uh, But in addition to that, we were part of a coalition that tried to uh, execute this exact same effort down at Formula One in Miami, if you recall that a few months ago. And so the big sporting events, again, they draw people, they draw money. Unfortunately, they draw trafficking. And we will be vigilant in making sure that even at these sporting events, we're shining a bright spotlight on it so that people can understand we can make a difference. Mm
0: -hmm. Are there any more, um, is there any more ammunition that you have in terms of technology or other devices, trading, things like that, uh, that you can kind of uh, lean on now, uh, you know, as, as we move forward?
1: Well, look, the, the way that people engage at a hotel has changed. Therefore, the technology necessary to identify trafficking needs to change and is changing along with it. You know, things like being able to detect how many times someone is coming in and out of a door of a single hotel and when that is happening, how people are checking in, security Cameras because traffickers, they don't like to be on security cameras. So, how are they avoiding that? Are, are certain people going to certain hotels and asking for rooms that are way in the back, separated from everybody else? You know, these are some of the signs to look for. And clearly, technology can help us find these signs and find these people better than we've ever been able to do in the past.
0: Yeah. And, and uh, as an industry, you think uh, we've taken a lead in terms of, of some of the other, compared to some of the other industries uh, with regards to, to this
1: issue? There's no question about it. In fact, uh, Secretary Marcus was was commenting on that and commending us for being the lead industry in and around this. But there are other industries um, that have done a, a, a good job and, and have really um, highlighted this as a challenge that they are willing to face head on. The trucking industry, and uh, interestingly enough, because you know you ha- you find people that become uh, victims and survivors at truck stops. They have, have really taken notice of this and they're doing a lot. Uh, Uber and Lyft. Uh, also training their drivers to see the signs of human trafficking. The airline industry, we just had a great uh, a story where because someone in our industry took the training and they were on an airplane and saw this happening and they identified the signs, they mentioned it to the flight attendant. The flight attendant then called uh, called um, law enforcement and when the plane landed, this person was apprehended because they were in fact trafficking All of this works together as as much as we're focused on hotels, because that's where we can affect change. There's an entire ecosphere of people that travel that can make a difference in stopping human trafficking. Mm -hmm.
0: And how important is funding? I know that, you know, we talked a little bit about the Survivor Fund, but um, obviously to to really affect change, you you do need some resources. How important is funding in
1: in this um, effort? Well, it's important because um, we're making sure that the product to train people is free to all hotel employees. That was really our stance from day one. And, but on the backside of that, of course, it cost us and it cost others. Marriott has been a great leader in this in this effort. We work with the international organization known as ECPAT uh, to help create these trainings. But there are other folks creating wonderful trainings as well. But you've got to be able to continue to upgrade those trainings because, as we've seen, things have changed. They've changed dramatically. Uh, since before the pandemic. And so new versions of the training, being able to create specific trainings for for people that work at the front desk, people that are in security, people that are actually going into the hotel rooms, all of this costs money. These resources are needed. You know, we're able to to, uh, solicit donations and help fund our No Room for Trafficking campaign. Uh, But it, it is a costly endeavor, but a worthy one. And again, our goal and our commitment is to make sure that these trainings will always be free to all of the hotel employees who want them and need them. Great.
0: Thank you, Chip. I appreciate your time and, and um, details on this, this very important matter and uh, hope you enjoy the game. Dennis, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Lodging On Demand. If you want more content like this, subscribe to Lodging Magazine on YouTube. You can also subscribe to Lodging On Demand wherever you get your podcasts. For news and updates, follow at Lodging Magazine on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Or visit us at lodgingmagazine.com.